Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about improving property. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays land flipping blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this niche, you've got to check this out. We've taken all of the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it into this course. It's in an easy-to-follow video format. It's got all the contracts, scripts, and forms that we use in our daily business, and everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at casualfridaysrei.com. Click on the training tab, set up a strategy call, and we'll go over everything you need to know to get started. Happy Friday, sir. Happy Friday. Do you know what today is? It's Friday. Friday the 18th. Do you know what that means? I do not. Redemption 2020 is back in full effect. Um, not bike following. race. Bike race. Yeah. You're exactly right. Today, when I pick the twins up, we are headed northbound to Yukon, Oklahoma to battle for the Gold Cup Championship, mm. the South Central region. So you finally have to... Do a little bit of racing instead of sandbagging like in the last couple of weeks. I haven't too. been sandbagging. I just haven't been there. I've been sick. My allergies are acting up, Adam. It's I'm totally different. Pretty sure you were sandbagging like uh No, you know, I need I, I I was on my cruiser. It's called cruiser bagging. It's totally different. You uh, it's uh, sandbagging if you're on the class bike and you tap the brakes. It's cruiser bagging if you're on a totally different bag in a class. It's totally legal. Were you continuing to race your other bike? No, I wasn't, because it was it was getting worked on. Oh, 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 oh. Or it was it was tired. It needed a break because all the winning it was doing. Mm. So we uh, go up Friday night, Saturday. We will have practice early, and we start day one of the championship. If I win day one, I promote to intermediate, and I will be racing the intermediate class on Sunday. If I get second place, I will race the novice class again, and if I win on Sunday, I will take the championship in a novice class. So what equals redemption? Like, what are we redeeming here? Have you never won a class before? I've never won a number one plate. And, and this will provide n- that? And yes, it could. It could. Jackson's number one, too, right now. So we ha- we we potential of having two He's number... number one also? He is number one also okay. as well. Okay. Uh, he is number one in his class, seven-year-old novice for the South Central region. And he is up by f- like four points. I am up by six points, but I, I'm at the border of going up into the next class if i go up to the next class i fall into second place if that guy shows up and wins if he doesn't win and i win on saturday and he doesn't show up uh, and race saturday and win then i will fall into number one spot in the intermediate class so i'm on a bubble here it's really it's going to come down to sunday it's going to come down to what happens saturday and sunday mm. so are you, are, you, are you prepared i'm ready stronger than i've ever been well then we would cheering you on i Jackson being number one, I thought I saw on Spotted Turtle the other day that Jordan put a clinic on him the other day. She did. She did. She showed the boys the fast way around, and he was just riding off a little bit. And that's the the fun – I say it's the fun thing with kids. You never know what kids you're going to get that day. Mm. Like Jackson typically will come into the, the first couple of motos, and he's just playing and cruising around, not paying attention. Then he gets into Maine and smokes people. Well, he didn't do that this week. He uh, he tried, but he just didn't get over, and she got she she put it on him, and she won. So – I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be exciting because she's in number three or four. She could surprise us and win both days, and it put her in the contention of a top three plate. 
So I, I would love for all of us to come home with a plate, one through three. Um, I know I can't have three number ones because they're in the same class, but there's a potential of having a number one and number two and then a uh, number one for me. Very cool. Yep. It's the first of the, the series we were following. I know that the race updates have kind of lacked because we haven't been racing as much for the uh, getting getting ready for these series because of our wins and how we were going to finish up. But I mean, um, we, were, we were on vacation. That's all it was, and, right? And we were on vacation, yeah, and yeah. you know how that goes. But um, that's kind of where we're at. And then we have October, we have the state championship series where I'm number one, and I think Jackson is number three or four, and Jordan's like seven. So. Oh, wait. It's, so it almost sounds like different leagues. They're, they're two a, different series, yeah. They're oh, two okay. different series. We followed both of them. Gotcha. Potential of two. At the same tracks, though? Um, some were like, so they race on Saturday, be one series on Sunday just to make sure they could get the most people there, but mm. different track for the championship. It'll be actually here in DeSoto for the championship on that one. I would suggest mm. you come out to one day race. It's going to be huge. And, uh, we'll be going for some, some plates. Very cool. Yeah. I'll be there to cheer the kids on. Yeah. Spotted turtle will be representing. Stick a stick through your smoke. <laughs> That's messed up. That's messed up. I hate when you're successful, Justin. <laughs> I hope you hurt yourself. <laughs> oh, speaking of hurting yourself, you ever thought about hurting your land and improving it? Hurting the land. I wouldn't consider an improvement hurting it. Well, yeah. But, but I do if, think about improving it all the time. But if you are a... I don't want to say how to say this. it's like hippie tree hugger and you go in and cut down some trees to make it accessible. Are you hurting the land? Well, not something we have to worry about because we are not hippie tree huggers. So <laughs> not even a concern. Okay. Not even okay. on the radar. In yeah. fact, the hippie tree huggers can go somewhere else. <laughs> I, w- I would challenge a hippie tree hugger to chain themselves to one of my tree because I wouldn't oh, stop no. nothing. Oh, no. Here we go. I'm getting Peter called. <laughs> Peter's calling. We call every... Every hipster-loving community out there, and let them come to my land. <laughs> oh no! Here yeah, we go. Here we go. Here we go. He's, yeah. he's off now. Here, he's <laughs> off on a tangent. That is Adam spelled A D A M Southy, like yeah. it sounds. Uh, no, but you know, improving the land has kind of been a, a topic we've seen bounce around some of the groups as of late, and we've talked about it previously. It's not something that is in our normal wheelhouse for a quick flip, but is it something we should know how to do? I think so. Uh, well, I don't know because you said it like it's not something that we it's in our wheelhouse, not something we do, not something we teach. But mm-hmm. it does sound fun. Okay. <laughs> I, I I really like the idea. I think that's probably like the biggest draw for me into a subdivide is buying two hundred plus acres and mm-hmm. spending the time to make it nice or like cut a road and maybe mm-hmm. maybe clean some things up. Right. It's just mm-hmm. it's fun to buy piece. It's fun to see improvement. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I. I see so many pieces of property when you look at the street view, it's just overgrown. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what, you know, what it would cost for two days worth of work for a dozer to go out there. You know, what does that, what does that do to clean it up? Is it worth it? And then I, I see a lot of the flagpost properties where people are like, oh yeah, you know, I got this good deal on a flagpost property. And I'm always of the mindset is that you have to be able to get onto the usable piece of property. I, I want to buy it like that. Mm-hmm. But if I can't, what does it cost to get it to that point? Mm-hmm. And is that money well spent? Yeah, the kicker is is I don't think it's money well spent because we sell we all of our clients, everybody we know sells p- plenty of land without ever doing anything to it. Wow, so you th- you you th- the opposite. So we we've, we've actually had a piece of property that sat on the market for a while. Me and you actually went on went on walked it. We showed the client that because you knew the guy. He was a um, colleague of yours, former time, and we went and walked it, and he he couldn't visualize what it would look like without the spot cleaned up because it had a trailer on it and just mm-hmm. been overgrown since the last time I'd went and looked at it. And so I hired a guy out on a holiday weekend. He came out for a thousand bucks, cleared about an acre of it just where you could drive the trucks in park, turn around. And it looked like a campsite. It sold the next showing after that. Yeah. And so I, when you say you don't think it's good money, I'm like, 
if we're buying it for nine or ten grand and we know it's worth thirty, is it worth it to spend thirteen, fifteen hundred bucks for a guy to come out there for a day and at least clean up a spot where somebody could park? Yeah, I'm not against it. Okay. I just don't know because it did work on that property, okay. but compared to the last fifty properties, how many of them didn't sell that didn't have it? I mean, how many did sell that didn't have work to it? But did they need it? And that's why I'm not saying every property needs something like that. So. Another property I had, we cleaned up 200 foot of shoreline, and it made a tremendous difference on because it was mm-hmm. a la- it had a, it had a private lake on it. It made a tremendous difference in what that property looked like. When you shot a video of that, people were like, "Oh, that's where I put my back porch. That's where my my uh, dock's gonna be." Mm-hmm. So it sells the dream better. Now, what do we what do we sell? I think I sold. I've got ten in closing right now uh, between like between Plum Casual Fridays and Lamuel. And out of those, only one of those have been improved. The rest of them didn't necessarily need it. You could drive onto the property. You could, you know, park on the edge and look at the pond. It didn't really need that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think of the one property that we have for Project One that mm-hmm. we haven't been able to close on yet, right? The the eighty acre. Okay. Yeah, like it's a beautiful property. I think we buy it as is. It can sell as is. But I think if we paid the money to have a Bob, bobcat come in and clean it up or uh-huh. whatever, right? Then it's a it's a ten out of ten at that point. Do I think it needs it to resell? I don't know. I don't yeah, think so. I, I'm maybe the need is is very slim on what we need. I I'm of the mindset. I want you to be able to. I don't want somebody to go look at my property and have to park on a highway and then jump a bar ditch. Mm. I think you should be able to get on the property. Yeah. I think the one you're referring to is that one's. We got to see the neighbor's property who was cleaned up. Exact same terrain. Exact same type trees. And seeing that one cleaned up next to the overgrowth that we have on ours, I could see why you think that now because we've got to see it actual what it would look like cleaned up mm-hmm. and know what it would bring. Yeah, I'm not against it. In fact, I would, would like to do it sometime. I'd like okay. to go in and clean an entire property up and just make it an A plus property. Throw mm-hmm. some beaters on it. Do just make it, you know, spot on A one. But and most times you don't have to. You just I, yeah. most times you don't have to. Yeah, and that's uh, I was looking at a, a property with a guy. Um, he's got a really nice deal coming. It's in southeast Texas, east Texas, and it looks like it's going to need a little bit of cleanup on a road. And that's the fun thing about the network that we build is within you know a couple minutes, I can call somebody and say, hey, man, you built, I know you did something in this area. What is it going to cost me to do that? And he's like, oh, you know, a day worth of dozer. It's $1,500. That's with diesel and everything. That just cleans it up. Are you going to rock it? Or are you going to build a road? You know, That's going to cost you a little bit more based on the quarry. So you can get a pretty good idea what that's going to cost you. Um, we did the shore. It was $900 to clean 200 foot of shoreline and they cleaned it and made it look great. The guy that did the work on the holiday weekend for me was a thousand dollars to clear that acre. So if you budgeted a thousand to 2000 bucks to clear in the, the way you go in, you know, kind of have some place where they can meet and look and get out and walk around may not be money badly spent, but it could be the, the thing that puts them over the edge because they can visualize what their, their dream is going to be for that property. Mm-hmm. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're in agreement, so let's end it then. Okay. <laughs> Before it goes anywhere else. Hey, yeah. I mean, I'm ready to go to the races now. I'm amped. Oh, yeah. And 2001 Slim Shady song, Lose Yourself, you know, some Mom's Spaghetti. That is going to be my amp up song for that race. Like, you get one shot, one opportunity. I had the kids jamming to it this morning on the way to school, so they were ready, and they understood the vibe. Hmm. That's like some, some when I'm doing my ollie lifting with a barbell club. Uh-huh. Eminem is like my the old school, old school Eminem. That's my guilty, guilty get pumped up. Really? Lift, lift. Yeah, that's my that's yeah, my guilty makes, pleasure. Makes you stronger. It's gonna make me faster. That's right. That's right. That's gonna be the that'll be the the intro probably to my recap video of the weekend that we do for Spotted Turtle Racing and all of our sponsors. Cool. Well, good luck to you and everyone.
All right, guys, it's Friday. Just a favor, as always, go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, give us a like, follow, subscribe, and then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Monday. See you guys.